At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome, everyone, to the SI Media Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Trainer. Thank you for listening. Great show this week. Got our friend Peter Schrager on to talk about some NFL topics and some non-NFL topics. We get into uh, Sean McVay and how close he came to leaving the Rams to become a broadcaster. And Schrager was at McVay's wedding, so he gives us some inside stories on that. We talk about Zach Wilson, uh, NFL media with the Sunday ticket, apparently, possibly, maybe, likely going to Apple TV. Uh, talk about the revamping of Good Morning Football with Peter and Kyle and now Jamie Erdahl and possibly Jason McCourty. And then uh, we talk about some other non-football things, summer, movies, where is the comedy in movies? They make no comedies anymore. Succession, I just started, I didn't start, I started and finished watching Succession, so I talk about that with Peter. No train of thoughts this week, Sal's on vacation, he'll be back next week, but uh we mixed in train of thoughts basically in the Schrager interview. Before we get to it, just quickly, if you missed last week's show, James Andrew Miller was on to talk about latest sports media news. Brian Windhorse of ESPN on two weeks ago. Aaron Andrews three weeks ago. Scott Van Pelt four weeks ago. If you missed any of those, go into the archives. Give them a listen. Subscribe to the SI Media Podcast and rate and review. Got a lot of reviews this week. We'll read them next week with Sal, so leave some more reviews if you can. And uh, like I said, we'll read them right here on the SI Media Podcast. All right. Let's get to it right now. Peter Schrager right here on the SI Media Podcast. All right, joining me now, SI Media Podcast regular, friend of mine. Whenever it's like there's nothing going on in sports, I'm not in the mood for like, you know, let's do like some hard-hitting in-depth interview because I'm such a journalist. And I just want to like shoot the shit with one of my friends. One of the people in the rotation is Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football on the NFL Network and Fox Sports. Schrager, how are you? I love being the alternate. If all else things it. fail, I'm your fallback. That's well, yeah, okay. the tr- yeah, the truth is Sal Licata, who does the train of thought segment every week, he's on vacation and couldn't do it. So I asked Shrags to do the train of thought segment. And then I'm like, let's just do the whole pod with Shrags. Great. I'm not insulted by that. I love yeah. that. I'm honored. Let's roll. Uh, um, and NFL, no matter how slow it is in the sports world, there's always NFL stuff to talk about. So, yeah. um, well, let me start with this. Let's start with Good Morning Football just 
at, at the top because the show's getting a little bit of a, a revamp just in terms of the panel with uh, Jamie Erdahl now taking over for Kay Adams as the host. Have, have you guys done like test shows? Have you met? What's, what's going on with that? We did. We did a few test shows that were never aired uh, and it went really well. Jamie's cool as shit. And she came right in and like was prepared and ready to go. And we hit it off. It was good. It was me, Kyle, Jamie, and then uh, Jamie, uh, Jason Jason. McCourty was there who uh, was, did a couple days with us and we were all really hit it off. And then Kyle, myself, Jamie, and a few of the producers, we went out um, to lunch after we spent some time. I'm like, uh, she's excellent. I didn't, know her personally until this job came about. And I was actually a little bit surprised that she would leave the number one SEC gig sidelines like every week doing the Saturday game, interviewing Saban, the top of the top in college football uh, to do our show, which was a daily grind in Monday to Friday in the NFL. Uh, But she explained that she's a huge fan of the show and the opportunity to be in one place. And then to also do the NFL again was really, it was really good for her. So um we're really excited like you know kyle and i text all the time and we just text ideas like we should do this we should do that we should do this and we were blown away that like after our lunch with jamie like she was texting us like here's this article on stefan diggs like what do you think should we do this maybe like and i'm like okay like she gets it like this is a it's a living breathing organism you got to be all in on good morning football and the most important thing is obviously being prepared and good and up but also having fun with me and kyle and keeping us on track so for you personally, you just, you know, the show was such a hit because the four of you, you and Kyle and Kay and Nate had great chemistry. Now there's a turnover because, you know, Nate hasn't been there for a year. No. You mentioned McCourty. Marshan reported that he's the favorite to sort of fill the Nate seat. And Marshan's usually right about these things. So with half the cast being new, is it nervous? Is it invigorating? No, is it invigorating, bro. Invigorating. Yeah. Like, no. I've said this before. Nate Burleson's one of my best friends for the rest of my life. We like we're together every morning sharing a dressing room for five years. And yet when it was time for him to go and he took this opportunity, none of us had any resentment or like, wait, what? It was actually invigorating for me, Kyle and Kay. We're like, all right, let's take this show in a different direction and see what else we get, different perspectives. And now with Kay moving on, it's like, all right, now we've got Jamie. She's from Minnesota. She's got two kids. She's got this whole SEC background. Um, she worked in the NFL for four years, working on Iron Eagles crew. Like, I'm sure she's got stuff there. Like, so it's exciting because every single day, five days a week, NFL has, you know, all these different news items, but I kind of could finish Nate's sentences and we kind of knew where Kay was going to go. And at the very least, it's a fresh new start to a new season. And Kyle and I are both like as invigorated and excited to do this with one new co-host and one, whoever the ex player is going to be um, excited is the word. And, Fortunately, we've had a couple of weeks off. You know, you get a chance to reset, reload, recharge the batteries. And I'm telling you, our show is going to be funny as hell this year as we always bring in good comedy. But also, I think with new perspectives, it's going to be a different show in a good way as well. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm always I'm always watching. I'm a fan. Um, and, you know, I you guys had to deal with also the the covid stuff there too where i know a lot of shows were home and you know i, I know you guys didn't love that especially nope. kyle did not and like we, it we didn't see jared and trent for a while nope. they, they covid hit the wall streeters hard <laughs> they they lost yeah they were not getting the government money they missed the s packs um I know. 
those are our characters, uh, Jared and Trent. They are two Wall Street bros who talk about the NFL and Wall Street bros terms on Wall Street. But we were from home and, you know, it wasn't the same. So we've, we they haven't had a segment in over a year, I believe. This is a very inside New York City question. So I apologize to everyone outside of New York City listening, yeah. but just bear with us for a second. But just to let you guys know who are listening, Good Morning Football um, is your studio was directly across the street from where SI used to have our offices. We don't have the yep. offices anymore um, post-COVID, but we were directly across the street from each other. So I know the area and pre-COVID, that area was, you know. Bustling, just with just yeah. finance and, bros. And it's and just I, everyone. And I know Patagonia that, vest. Exactly. And now because of COVID, I know it's like a ghost. I, I, from, I knew it was a ghost town down there. Is it still a ghost town down there? No, it's filling up a little bit because all the banks, okay. uh, you know, Goldman and Morgan Stanley and all them, they're making their people come in five days a week, which has led to this whole other crisis in the finance world of the young banker saying, do I really want to be in an office five days a week or I want to work for a hedge fund or something? All that said, there are young finance bros and broettes walking around. And when we want to do Wall Streeters, I think in the fall, um, we will have our our perfect yeah, template. I think it's I feel be like back. Wall Streeters and Jared and Trent, they need those people walking around in the background. It adds a lot to the when they are screaming about the Hamptons house and the bachelor party in Vegas and the dinner at French Laundry and how the service wasn't up to snuff. They need some other person to walk by that actually is thinking that and it only makes the segment better. All right, let's get into a cut. Do you, do you know when the entire crew is like on for the first time together? July 25th. So you're okay. listening to this this week by Monday. Uh, by we're yeah. back in studio. Kyle Jamie's on the show. Jamie's on uh, the show. And like okay. I'm picturing fireworks and a laser light show. I'm not sure what we're going to do for her, but okay. I have no idea what Kyle looks like right now. Last year, Kyle came back and was a, was like a weightlifting yeah, buff. Um, buff guy. And yeah. then I, who knows? Maybe he lost yeah. it all this year. Maybe he comes back this fall and it's, it's back to the old Kyle. Yeah. I don't know. I had, I, I had, I, I met up with Kyle, I don't know, a couple of months ago, like his shirt can't contain his arms. Yeah. Well, when you wear a size small, it's not, yeah. I mean, it um, let's do a couple of, a couple of fun football things. Let me start okay. with this. Cause I know, I know you're tight with McVeigh. And I know you were at his wedding, which we we got to get into. But just give me some background on this, since this, since this is the SI Media podcast. There were so many reports that Amazon was going to give McVeigh like eight billion dollars, like a live golf deal or something like that, to do Thursday night football. Was that real? Did it? Like I never believe someone that young after winning a Super Bowl would leave. Um, give me some information. Like, was he seriously considering it? Why would he leave at such an early age? I, I, I know you know him. I don't want you to be like, oh, give me oh, the secrets of your friend, but tell no, me what you know I, I, and what you can tell me. And I was up front when it was all going on. It's really came yeah. to a head around like Combine, which is like a couple of weeks after the Super Bowl where they got done with all this stuff. And, you know, he's on a contract from a previous, you know, career track and it was time for the Rams to, to pay up. And then, yeah, multiple networks, um, approached him and his agent and said, well, we're in this boom time for sports media. Would he ever consider doing it and, and leave? And yeah, he considered it for sure. And I think at the end of the day, it was like, there's still too much meat on the bone with Stafford still there and cup still there. And Aaron Donald, who's he knew was coming back and was hopeful that those retirement rumors were wrong. Like there was still more to prove. I, I think Sean in his head, it's like when, when the time's right, he'll hundred percent know, but Gosh, yeah, $20 million, that's what was rumored. 
you better believe he listened to it and right. you better believe he considered it because as I said to him at the time, and not that I'm Mr. Career Advice, I was like, look, if you were to try this for a couple of years and do the TV, and I selfishly um, wanted him to stay in football because I like being able to not have him as a competitor, but to be someone that you know is actually in the game. So if you do this for a couple of years and at the age 40 or 41, you want to return, you could still write your ticket to any team you want. But he said, yeah, but it won't be this team. Like, I don't want to coach the Jaguars. I don't want to coach the Browns. I want to coach the Rams and Stafford's his guy. Like if Stafford wasn't there, totally different story. Then again, if Stafford wasn't there, they probably don't win the Super Bowl and these offers aren't coming in. Yeah. You said you had offers from multiple networks. I thought it was just Amazon. I don't know if there was actually a formal offer. I know there were conversations, at least mm -hmm. informally, that were right. being put towards Sean's guys, not towards him proactively. Like, hey, raising my flag, who wants to hear it? But I know that there were at least phone calls from multiple places saying, what's his interest level? I don't know and which if it, ones. If he would have left... I mean, it, w it would have been strictly a money thing, right? Because he, or is he one of these guys that's trying to say he's burnt out already a little no, bit? No, not burnt okay. out. It would be more like so young. I have interests that go beyond just this. Like I okay. feel like I want to do it all, and it's, right. it's that's right. what it would be. Um, he worked for ESPN a couple Super Bowls ago with like Susie Colbert and I want to say like Steve Young and Lewis Riddick, and it was like on a Sunday. I didn't watch. It was like a Sunday a Super Bowl Sunday. And, you know, he called me afterwards. He was like, can you critique what I did? Like, I didn't watch him. And he's like, can you get a clip of it? I'm like, I don't know where the clip exists. Mm -hmm. um, and then we did our Flying Coach podcast last year. And after we would do a two-hour interview with Kyle Shanahan or Arthur Smith, like, he would want me and Simmons to be, like, giving him pointers. So, like, he constantly is just one of these guys that's always going and wants to be better. Right. Like, if he was to go into broadcasting – he would want to be the best broadcaster to ever live and want to emulate John Madden and be better. You know, like it's not enough to just, all right, I got it. Like Collins works yeah. great. Romo does his thing. He'd want like, so he'd have to be all in. And I don't think he was yeah. ready to put football behind him. It, it's, it's, it, it would have been, I would have been blown away if he left. I mean, I, I get that the money got crazy, but I just think of him as so young to walk away from coaching, especially after winning a Super Bowl. But although I'm one of these people who I, I always think people should leave on top, but right? he's like, too young. He's I don't so know. Young. Like, I, I, you know. And is that offer there now in two right. years? I don't know. Right. You know, they gave that money to Kirk Herbstreet or, right. you know, whatever else. Well, so I don't know. Yeah. The, I've, I've mentioned this before on the pod, you know, like, this was so crazy a few months ago with the broadcasters in the NFL changing networks and getting these monster contracts. And I think there's like this expectation, like this is a regular thing and it's not a regular thing now because all the top guys it are feels. locked in for a long time. Bro. The only one I think maybe is not locked in for a long time is Collinsworth. But you mentioned Herb street. He's going to be there for a while. Romo's there for a while. Um, we know the Brady deal at Fox and then Monday night is Aikman. So there's not going to be, unless, you know, one of these networks want to go to like a three person booth, which yeah. I would really be against. And studio shows don't pay what the right. guys like. It's, it's right. almost apples and oranges. People are like, right. Oh, well you can go to a studio show. It's not the same right. when you're on those right. games. But, uh, I would the also one thing that is that does come up is everyone's going to do Manning cast. So there's that avenue i guess i think that's pretty unique right like would I, you want to be on a manning cast yes of course i would love to be one you can not on i don't mean i don't mean on like the peyton eli i mean like yes. let's say okay yes it's okay. it's the ultimate you're watching a game with your friends on your couch right. I mean, peyton and eli are so unique that they're so good and they were able to bring those guests you know whoever the producers were that booked 
these eight, and Tom Brady stopping in, Stafford's braid, you know, Russell Wilson. It's not the same when it's Peter Schrager and Jimmy Trainer. And we're like, hey, look, we can bring in, you know, here's the third the third play by play guy of uh, NBC right. hockey. I mean, it's not right. the same. Right. Um, that said, Peyton was actually breaking down things in a way that we'd never seen before. So it was good. But yes, I would love to be on one of those. I'll say this about McVeigh leaving on top and all that stuff. I always tell this to players who are considering broadcasting. It is better to leave when you are relevant and fresh off a good season than you are like two years removed from your good season. And I've seen it a thousand times where a guy signs another contract for two to $3 million more than he would have made as a broadcaster. But then those, those offers, like these networks for whatever it's worth, they want you fresh off the field and they want to mold you. So uh, coming off like a great year, like, if you're a great player, like that's the time to strike. I you, don't, couldn't, I don't, uh. you couldn't be more right. Perfect, perfect example of that is Jay Cutler. I mean, Jay Cutler was going to Fox as a number two analyst, decided, what did he go back to the Dolphins for that made, one season? But he made $10 million that year. But right, but those, my point is he's never ever... Yeah. My point is, though, he's never now brought up as a guy that any networks want to hire as an analyst anymore. I, You know, it's... it's it, The list is long, and... yeah. I always talk to these players because they come on Good Morning Football and they're and it's always like, what do you want to do afterwards? I want to do this. Oh, do you? Like, then we got to put the work in, but you also have to start building that idea years in advance because if you're cut from an NFL team and you're banging around and trying to get on, and then you're like, ah, I'll just be a broadcaster. Like, the demand is not the same as it was if you're coming off a Super Bowl season or you're coming off like a great career and it's like, all right, I want to go right into the booth. Give me a couple of current players you think would be good, either like on Good Morning Football or as an analyst. Anyone come to the top? Current players who are in the game yeah. today. You know, it's funny. Fitzy's doing the Amazon, and that didn't make as much news as some of these other. I think Fitzpatrick's going to be going to be great but in studio I, and like funny. I think, I think it didn't make big news because they have seven hundred people. Amazon. Yeah. Like, who's not working for Amazon on the Thursday night telecast? I, I think it's just for isn't it Sherman? Carissa, Tony Gonzalez, Tony, and I think Marshawn, La- Marshawn Lynch, Akib Talib. Like yeah. they've hired 87 people. I don't know what. So that's probably why the Fitzpatrick thing sort of yeah. came away. Who can keep up with it? Like, yeah. There was a Taylor Rooks, but they hired Carissa. Is, she, is, I, is Taylor Rooks on it? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But everyone has been hired by Amazon. It like. <laughs> not me. Not you. not you. Well, you have Fox. You have Fox <laughs> to know. keep you busy. I know. Tell me um, about the McVeigh wedding. Wait, wait, you want to hear some current oh, yeah, players? Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. Current, guys. current players. Young guys or guys who should be retired? Doesn't matter, either either, either or, either or. You know, I always um, love the the quarterbacks, and I'm like, all right, which quarterback is going to make an impact in this thing? Which quarterback? And, like, I start going through, like, the starting quarterbacks, obviously. Stafford, if he wants to do this, would be excellent. Like, is in the production meeting, like, as – as you might think he's boring, he's not. He's funny. He's got stories. He's been the number one pick. He's got all these things. I think Aaron Rodgers is a fascinating study. And whether you're a fan of Rodgers or not, if he does a phone call with Pat McAfee, I'm clicking in to just hear what he has to say. I think he would be excellent. And then you get through like some of these other guys that are on these teams that have been around for a while. And like, could they ever make a transition? Like, Whenever Travis Kelsey wants to get into broadcasting, I don't think it's going to be the Gronk, like goofy party guy. I think Kelsey's really smart and also is going to be insightful on that stuff. And I think uh, you look at some of the players of like that, that level, like guys that could be Hall of Fame players that have been around the league, but maybe not necessarily are being talked about as broadcast, you know, home runs. Right. That's a good list right there. Kelsey would be interesting because he's got a lot of personality. 
Yeah, and he's good and smart, and it's probably yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Right. Oh, he's if Travis Kelsey retires, now I had this argument with I was at I was at a baseball or a uh, charity softball thing in Kansas City called the Big Slick. It was awesome, and you would have loved it. It was. It's Paul Rudd. It's Riggle. It's Stone Street. It's all those guys. They put on this event. We do a charity softball thing, and they're all Chiefs fans. And we get into this argument. I said, and. Paul Rudd specifically was up in arms about this saying, yes, if Travis Kelsey never takes another snap of football, is he a first ballot hall of famer? Absolutely. It's not even a question. Who would say no? I I was just saying there's a lot of tight ends. Antonio Gates is not a first ballot hall of famer. Well, first of all, you know, I hope you don't take this as an insult because you're in the NFL hall of fame is kind of a joke. I mean, they let everybody in. Are you serious? I think baseball is a joke. NFL is baseball is a joke too, but, NFL is hard. They let that class last year. That was a rare exception where but my point is Travis Kelsey would absolutely get in right 100%. now. Never, never plan another snap. He should absolutely get in. That's He's been the best debate. tight end. I mean, him and Gronk have been the two best tight ends for like the last, what, five, six, seven years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that this was even a debate, they all were in your yeah. boat. Like yeah, all yeah. these KC fans were just could not believe I would even entertain that. Maybe yeah. he has to wait one year. No. All right. Yeah. What yeah. about Philip Rivers? Is he a hall of famer right away? First ballot? I would say for me, no, but he would probably, I would guess get in. He is a, he is what Chris, what Mike and the mad dog used to call a compiler. Yeah. I think Don, he's, Don, he's a compiler. Don Sutton's a, a compiler. Yeah. yeah. Philip Rivers to me is a compiler, yeah. but, um, Andrew Martinez, compiler. Compiler. Yeah, DH especially. (laughs) Um, Tell me about the McVeigh wedding. Okay. That seemed like, now would Odell Beckham crash the wedding? Yes. Yes. Is it really crashing if you're Odell Beckham? Like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, so uh, it was supposed to happen two summers ago, and it was supposed to be in the south of France, which would have been elegant, and then COVID hit. Um, And then it was postponed to 2021, and they told them uh, with like a couple months, the hotel that I'm supposed to be at, they were like, yeah, you can have it, but there's no one allowed indoors and there's no band allowed. And they're like, all right, let's postpone it one more year. So this was like three years in the making. And um, we got the invite. My wife and I were like, let's make a vacation out of it. We'll go to Los Angeles. We'll have fun. And it was a coaching convention because McVeigh invited a lot of his former colleagues, but also some of his current assistants. And it was also a players convention where a lot of these players came so at the wedding itself we get there and at my table uh it's myself it's my wife it's uh it's a funny random table it's cliff kingsbury and his girlfriend and cliff and i have have hung up for, never met his girlfriend who was awesome and then you've got colt mccoy who i didn't know the connection was mcveigh's backup quarterback for years in washington and the two of them connected it's colt mccoy and his wife then you've got stafford and his wife you've got cooper cup and his wife Aaron Donald and his wife, the list goes on. Um, and then sure enough, the, you know, Odell Beckham comes by and I, you know, not that it's contentious, but like, you never know if like these players like you don't like you. Trust me. I've had my Odell takes since he was uh, in New York kicking field goal nets. Um, right. He comes right up to me, brings me right in. And is like, what's up, baby. I'm like, all right, cool. What's up, Odell Beckham. You know, like, great. And then he keeps moving and McVeigh like runs over to me. He's like, funniest thing. <laughs> um, only the captains were invited. Odell's not a captain. Um, I'm like, so where's he sitting? He's like, I don't even know if he is sitting, but Odell Beckham just showed up and he's welcome. He's great. Like, let's just have a great time. And I'm like, this is hilarious. Right, right. Now, if his so wife, he, so if his he wife only was feeling invited, the same, I don't know. 
So he only invited the captain. That's it. Cause you know, that's yeah. like a big, it has to be a line, right? it's a big etiquette thing when you work in an office, like either you have to well, invite, you invite everybody or nobody, which so he you know, invited I, the entire coaching staff. If they had, I think one year or more, like they had to have at least been there for two years. So right. all them with their wives. And then he invited a lot of the assistant coaches um, that he's had previously, but also a lot of his former colleagues. So Brandon Staley is the head coach of the chargers, right. but he used to work for Sean. Then, Jay Gruden was there. He used to be Sean's head coach. Like it's there's an interesting dynamic of all people, but I wasn't the only media guy. Um, Jay Glazer was there as well. And then Al Michaels was there with his wife, which was awesome talking to Al. Um, Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Rams, is standing in the corner, just kind of like holding court. I'm like, gosh, he's got to be pretty happy. He's got the Stanley Cup with the Avalanche. He's got the Super Bowl. Doesn't even know his coach is getting married. So uh, McVay was awesome. The MVP of the night, was not his wife, was not Sean. It was Raheem Morris, who you will love because he is a Jersey guy and a Hofstra alum. And Raheem is a defensive coordinator of the Rams. And he was on the dance floor from the second that party started till the end, encouraging everyone to get on the dance floor. Um, and it was awesome. Dude, it was Were you first- on the dance floor? I was, bro. I was, I, was, I was on it. I was. Was Al Michaels on the dance floor? He and his wife were in doing a nice, elegant waltz in the corner. Yes, they were on. They were on the dance. Love it, love it. People were dancing. You know what it was? People have not been at fun things for three years. So, like that, McVeigh said, he's like, you know, the attendance was 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 actually not expected. Where it was like literally 100 percent attendance, and I was like, oh, it has nothing to do with you, dude. Has nothing to do with you. People just want to have a good time. No one has been to a wedding in three years, and this was like an awesome wedding. So, uh, it was really fun. I got COVID afterwards, which I blame him for, um, but that's no proof to whether I got it there or just the plane with the person. How bad did you have it? it? Oh, I got rocked. Oh, you did? I got it bad. I was out for, I was on my ass for about four or five days and then I had to miss, I never miss Good Morning Football. I had to miss a couple episodes and then fortunately I recovered, but uh, I was like, I have no regrets. The wedding was great. Yeah, once you get, yeah, once you get once you know you're not going to die and you're all good. I had then, a 30 minute conversation with Kevin O'Connell. I have no there regrets. You, there you go. <laughs> That's amazing. It does. It's amazing. I know so many people ended up getting it after traveling, which yeah. I don't understand that because if you. Yeah, I guess that's what it, yeah, it's crazy. And I, everyone, like, uh, the infiltration or the filtration system of the plane, it's second to none. I'm like, I had a guy hacking, yeah. coughing all over me. I don't think, yeah. the, it, whatever. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh 
refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all. Even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney. Make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Let me switch gears here. One of the another big big story of the NFL offseason, I mean, like it or not, is Zach Wilson. And I, I don't want to get. I'm not going to get into the. You know, he slept with his mom's friend, and all that. But I do want to say, I do find it fascinating how many people say this is actually going to help him. Yeah. Now, to me, no. It's I, let's hear. Let's hear to me. No, no. I I totally understand that his teammates may look at him a little differently. Like he's not this like little boy from. BYU or whatever it is but if in week one he throws two picks him you know having sex with his mom's friend really isn't going to be relevant I mean is this relevant at all that people are actually trying to translate this into what it means in terms of football what I love right now is that we are two 40 year old men who have real life stuff and and you're questioning me without without a smile without a smirk to me straight face the NFL insiders so the fact that he had sex with his mom's friend, is that really right. like, no, truth of the matter is, I don't think he necessarily had sex with his mom's friend. I don't think that story's even been confirmed. And I, from what I gather from the Wilson camp, like they're not thrilled that's out there. That said, <laughs> the outpouring of like Jets fans thinking that was like the coolest thing. And the Jets players, mom, Jets players. Start with the fans. Cause you, in this market, okay. the players, the players are going to be moved on. The fans are what matter in New York. Okay. The fans are what matter. And this story, which his ex-girlfriend put out there, and I don't think is necessarily true. I say necessarily because I don't know. Okay. I wasn't there, right. um, but, but I would say that the fans suddenly like in such a, and, it, and it's not a 2022 topic to be like, yeah, bro. But like, this was like such a throwback to like an eighties movie or even the graduate with Anne American Bancroft pie or American, American pie, pie. Stifler's mom. Like yeah. this was some like amazing accomplishment, whatever. Like the Jets fans, like I swear I was, I'm now in New York and like people come up to me and they're like, bro, he's a dog. Like what he just did was right. like really badass. Like not a lot of people can do that. Like with serious faces. And I'm like, yeah. So you got it's that. Crazy. And the players, like you said, he's this wide eyed, blonde haired, blue eyed, 21 year old kid who's kind of thrown into this New York market. And like suddenly you've got Becton and, and Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson and all these guys like tweeting out these things. And truthfully, I think he was already building towards like being the respected guy. I think because his offseason, from what I've heard, I know no one wants to hear actual football, is that he's taken them to Idaho. They've been working out. This guy has put on weight. He looks great. He's like finally like developing into a new number one starter. This story comes from absolute nowhere, and it almost adds a little mystique to him. And it reminds me a little bit when Sanchez first got to the Jets, and it was like, oh, wow, this guy has like, got a personality, and there's something to him, and he's young, and you know the comparison it always leads to. And whether or not Joe Namath slept with his mother's friends or not, it's there's this like like idea of like the New York Jets quarterback is supposed to be this like guy, man about town, 
um, you know, Bon Vivant, a guy who can go into the bar and like nod his head like Clark Gable and like have things. And if that helps lead to any sort of charisma or confidence and the fan base is behind him as opposed to against him, well, then I'm all for it. I find it I, I find it interesting that you're questioning the validity of the story. I because don't know, man. Because nobody, well, here's what here, nobody knows, but I will say I th- I think. I mean, obviously, there is a chance it's not true, but I actually think the Wilson camp wants people to think it's true, because he was DMing the guy from Barstool, begging him to take a post down, which that makes me think it's true, and the mom. I got to be careful here because I can't say what I really want to say. What do you really want to say? I mean, the mom should really get off Instagram. I'll just say that. Because she's on Instagram every day being like, leave my friends alone. And this isn't the friend who we slept with. I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy. Well, I think they're milking this for the mother's milking this. You're a 40 year old in today's world. How many of these 40 year old moms and dads just get off Instagram? It is an addiction and it is a a place where they can share their world. Agreed. They're all start. So like. But her being on there is affecting her son. That that's the issue. And her going on there talking about like leave my friends alone and this isn't the friend who he slept with and you know she should relax that that that's all I would say about that. Um, fun fact about me: if you just want to know, my all-time favorite comedy is American Pie. Okay, let's go through it. What do you think of American Pie um, the sequels? Because the reunion well, was two, on recently. Two and is was, good. Two yeah. is good, and then everything after that doesn't count. Um, I thought the reunion was on and I was shocked with how it was vulgar. And I'm like, gosh, like, wait, are you back to American pie? I don't think they make that movie in 2022. And at the time, I didn't even think it was even borderline offensive. I'm like, it's a great high school movie. I love it. You know, like, I, I feel like every movie and TV show is like that. Any movie and TV show from that era, you watch it and you think, okay, this is not happening today. When was the last time you saw a funny movie? Man, that's a really hard question to answer. I don't think I think um, they've eliminated the genre. Oh, that yeah, that uh, that genre has definitely been eliminated. There's no doubt about that. Not even vulgar or offensive, right? Just funny. A movie that you've laughed at. Got none. I can't. I I honestly can't even think. I mean, I isn't feel like a, they don't. Is that they a sad state? They don't make. What was the last? Well, the last Sasha Baron Cohen movie, he did the, another Borat on Amazon, but that wasn't nearly as funny. Eh, politically I, charged. Another, it was, another movie I thought I had high hopes for. It was a dis- complete and utter disaster. Coming to America? Total disaster. Bad. Um, Am I allowed to say Coming to America was bad? Like I, Some people are the so, second one, they're not so the first loyal, one. but they're so loyal to the franchise that they're like, No, the oh, second, one was, second one was terrible. Terrible. Um, terrible. Um, what was like, the last funny movie? Like, I would love if, like, Trey, was it Trey Parker and Matt Stone, if they came out with, like, an anime, like, the Bob's Burgers movie, did you see that? It was funny, but it wasn't, like, you wouldn't go to the theater and, like, it wasn't, like, there's, I don't know, man. I can't, I have a bad memory, too, which doesn't help, because I haven't been to the movies pre-COVID, since COVID, not because I'm afraid of COVID, I just, there's nothing I've wanted to see, um, but there are so many fun. Like, do you listen? Oh, man, do you listen to a lot of like? Do you listen to the? Do you listen to comedy podcasts? There, like, there Not are guys like Mark Norman and Joe List. These guys and uh, 
Sam Morrill or there's a guy, Tim Dillon, who's like this like outlandish Long Island, like hilarious guy. Like they would never be able to get into movies. And yet they're still doing funny things. It's just like movies aren't looking to invest in comedy anymore. And I'm not one of these action movie thriller. Like right. I like Top Gun, but like I, as much as I just name dropped Paul Rudd, like it's hard for me to ever imagine myself buying a ticket to go see Thor or one of these things in the movie theater. I would love, well, I would pay for like a new Will Ferrell uh, Seth Rogen movie, you know. I mean, I'm with you. I I don't do sort of the. I don't do any of the Marvel. I don't do any of the sci-fi. Whatever. I I you give me a comedy or a drama. Um, it's just crazy that I really can't think of any comedies. I don't think there's been it's a comedy. It's just crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what was Will Ferrell's last movie? Don't know. Is there a Sandler movie where like? And yet, was... Will Ferrell does this. Uh, un, um, Righteous Gemstones. He's involved with that, right? right? Or is he not? He's not even, I don't think. He's not even involved in it. That's Kenny Powers. <laughs> That's the other guys. I'm not even, I don't even know. Will Ferrell, I have no idea. Chris no Rock, idea. has Chris Rock made any funny, I'm trying to think of like funny people. He had that movie can't. like Top 5, like which was probably 12 years ago. Which I liked. Yeah. I liked that movie. Yeah, that was 12 years ago, 13 years yeah. ago. Comedy are nothing. dead. They're dead. Yeah, and, it's sad. And, yeah, and if you watch American Pie now, I mean, half the movie is stuff that would not fly today. We never, I mean, yeah. The fact that they're filming a woman on a on a cam is like right there. I'm oh, like, right, I'm offended. Right, right, that was right. like the crux of the comedy. <laughs> right, right, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So I don't even know what's acceptable in 2022, but I know they're not trying, and that upsets me. I would love yeah. like, oh, you know, Sandler still comes out with things here and there, um, but even like, did you watch Hustle on Netflix? I haven't watched it. It's no. good. It's good. Yeah. It's not a comedy. Yeah, I feel like. It would be great though if one. I mean, like your show would be. You guys wouldn't do it, but because it's NFL Network. But there, I feel like Zach Wilson should do like an American Pie skit just to get like get bad. this over with, and you know, it's not bad. You know what? Yeah. The S the are this week. Like, right. That's a perfect place to like yeah. do, have someone like you know the uh, either Stifler's mom scene or the right. the graduate like hello Mrs. Robinson something like right. that. But I don't think anyone wants to go near that. They absolutely need to bring her. Oh God, I can't think of her name. She, Jennifer Coolidge. She should absolutely. Jennifer like, Coolidge. She's, they she's, need to do a skit with her and Zach Wilson. Like dude, some show. She's better now than ever. Yeah. White Lotus. Yeah. She was amazing. Yeah. Um, I will. Do you? Are you a Succession viewer? Yes. So I just finished. I just binged the whole season in like what, six days. Loved it. Loved. Great show. Great ending. I will say. So quite I, a, I. Quite a twist. I, I knew nothing. I knew very little about the show going in, except I knew everyone watched it. It was good. Yeah. I know season three was on like during the football season. and I'm not going to watch anything on a Sunday night when there's football. So I, in my head, I always thought I would binge it in the off season. Yeah. And this, so the last, like I watched like the last four episodes last night, I will say I, from everything I've read a lot of, you know, everyone thought season three was the best season i thought season two was the best i like season two more than season three still love season three don't get me wrong i, but I really one, like season i think two. Season, they want to still go back to that bachelor party episode like when you're first getting to know tom waz games like i think all yeah. those that, that's i you know emmys just came out and there's a lot of love for a lot of these shows i think yeah. for me succession is the best show on television my what i came away with the, the, my main thought that I came away with after watching the whole series, I, I, great show, I, without a doubt. Um, I couldn't, I can't believe how good Kieran Culkin is on that show. He's amazing. Oh my God. And I was like, why haven't... 
he did a podcast. He did like Mark Maron's podcast, maybe another one. He did like WTF. And I was like, all right, let's, and he like is eerily like has the same cadence and is the same person. And I'm like, Oh my God, I really want to hang out with him in person. Yeah. Like he seems yeah. really cool. Uh, Jeremy strong who plays Kendall. You've read all the stories about him, right? He's yeah. I, I did all the actor and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Like that sounds interesting. Also, someone said to yeah. me, uh, if you were to do a NFL movie and you had to like cast like who it was, I was like, that actor, Jeremy Strong, who plays Kendall, he would be an amazing Kyle Shanahan. I'm like, that would be like the perfect Kyle Shanahan, the look, the intensity, all that. And I'm like, I think that'd be his next casting. I could see that. He's good. Um, um, Barry, do you watch Barry? I don't. Fantastic. It's and on only, my list. And only a half hour in and out, but not a comedy. Like, the there are dark, dark places this show's go. This show goes, and then there's this guy Noho Hank, who's my favorite character on television, played by Anthony Carrigan, and he got nominated for Best Supporting Actor for the Emmys. And I'm like, if he doesn't win, something's wrong with the industry. This guy is incredible character, and he's the comedy relief. The next show I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna start it tonight. As a matter of fact, we're taping this on Tuesday afternoon. I'm gonna start is a. Uh, this new show on FX, The, the Bear. Bear. Yeah. yeah. Do you I watch that? I haven't seen it. No, everyone raves about um, it. What I like about it is I've heard it's eight episodes, 30 minutes an episode. And now, and so it's, Succession it's, took a lot out of my life. Oh, the it's last exhausting. Six days. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I never seen Stranger Things. I won't watch that. It's sci fi. And people yeah, are like, you're missing out. You're missing out. And then I was like, I don't watch Ozarks. And it ended. And someone's like, I swear to God, a friend of mine says to me, the first two seasons are slow, but then it picks up. I'm like, I don't have 40 hours to devote on the payoff of a show that's already over. Same with Better Call Saul. I love Breaking yeah. Bad and maybe I'll get to it, but they're like, it's a it's a it's a drag at first, but then it picks up and it's like I'm like, I can't. I know I can't. So that's phenomenal. Um the first Barry, two seasons are first slow. First two seasons are slow. First two seasons are slow. No offense. I Jason. love that. Um, I love that. But Barry, I would tell you, is yeah. uh, and start from the beginning. Start for yeah. three seasons in half hour episodes. It's pretty incredible. I'm gonna do the bear, and then I want to I want to get into this show on the each show. The, the rehearsals. The rehearsals. Nathan, oh, Nathan. Felder, he's the best. Yeah. Nathan yeah. Fielders. I'm yeah. a huge Nathan yeah. Fielder guy. I loved him from Nathan for you. But, yeah. So yeah. maybe after that, I'll do um, bear. That's comedy. See that that kind of guy, like a Nathan Fielder. Like right. I laugh every time he's on television. Eric Andre. I laugh every time he's on television. Um, why don't they have movies around these guys? Why can't they get a movie made? Like, why couldn't that move that rehearsals be made into a two hour movie? I would go see that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I totally get why if you're, I don't know, an actor, producer, a studio, you don't want to do the comedy because it's not going to be worth the blowback. You can't be funny. You can't say anything. And then if you do, then you've got to deal with the people don't have but the you can stomach. Say something. To deal. You can be smart and play within the lines and not offend people and still be funny. It's possible. Just take a shot. Trust this. These are good. Will Ferrell's been funny for our lives for 30 years. He can't get a major movie made right now. Like, that's a shame. But know. even but like even. The, well, you know, I don't think you, I don't know. I, I like you said, I, what I hate the most is I hate when I do watch something like we talked about with American Pie. I hate when I watch something in my head. I'm going that one fly today. That I mean, yeah. I was watching Austin Powers a couple of weeks ago. Can't. I don't even know. Like, uh, do you, do, do I make you horny, baby? Wouldn't you, can't. you, you can't. know? And what none was it? it? This is what was the woman's name? Um, something like vagina. Like, yeah, a lot like, of vagina. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like, there'd be, like, you know, protests about that. Like, what, you know. You can't. So, they're on. And, like, I think they're still fun. Like, I watch it. I still, 
I still laugh, like, I'm like, but then I'm like, uh, I kind of like do that, like dread of like, it, it kind of is draped in like, eh, I don't, not, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't do that. Like if it's funny, it's funny to me. I don't really, I mean, no, don't, don't get me wrong. There are some, you know, the, the famous one that a lot of people talk well, about Blazing Saddles. The, the beginning of Eddie Murphy delirious. Like that's yeah. rough to me. That's Offensive. rough. Blazing but, Saddles. If you're not like, I don't think Mel Brooks had a bad bone in his body and he was inclusive and all this thing, but like it, Right. You watch it now. It's not right. a comfortable watch. Right. I think Eddie Murphy Delirious is the single funniest thing that's ever been created by any human being. But the first 10 minutes is sure. rough. But there's a difference between what he did there, which is rough. But, you know, this character of Austin Powers saying, do I make you horny, baby? Like, that should not <laughs> cause, you know, com- this, you know, people shouldn't be offended by that. But people are offended by everything. Um, let me ask you, I want to. Go back to football just for one sec, changing gears completely. I've said this a million times. In in terms of covering sports media, what I get the most, the question I get the most from people on Twitter, in real life, friends, family, everything. Everyone wants to know what's going on with NFL Sunday Ticket, what's going on. And we're starting to get clarity. This is the last year in DirecTV. It'll be streaming next year somewhere. Everyone says Apple. I think Apple will have some good innovation, so I'm looking forward to it. What question do you get Give me, I want to know what you get the most in terms of broadcasting media in NFL world and then just NFL. What are you always getting from people as, a, as an NFL insider from fans and, and friends? I think as far as information, like, you know, the Sunday ticket, I think Commissioner Goodell came out on CNBC last week yeah. at that Sun Valley conference and said it's likely going to a streaming service. So you start thinking about the streaming services, that's going to be Amazon Apple, maybe Disney Plus, maybe one of the Fox or NBC, like Peacock and that. But I think you're looking at Apple and Amazon and I'm not breaking any news. I think that's what's been reported in the trades. But the thing that I get the most about our show, Good Morning Football, which I think is interesting, is that, you know, I watch you guys on my phone. I watch the clips on Twitter. I watch you guys. Um, I see I saw a funny thing on Instagram and all. very rarely am I getting like, Hey, in the 9.15 hour on Thursday, you guys had a great conversation about the future of Ryan Tannehill and Malik yep. Willis. It's, yep. it's how you, so like, I'll go on your podcast. I'll go on Simmons once a week and I'll go on McAfee and Coward. Those are pretty big platforms, online, streaming, digital podcasts, whatever. I would say I get more people coming up to me saying, dude, I love you on McAfee. Right. For a five minute interview that I do with Pat once a week on YouTube, then I get necessarily on, hey, when you broke down how the, you know, how the Arizona Cardinals were able to move the ball against that 49ers defense, you know, that was really good. So to me, it's always interesting and in how people are consuming it. And I think people are consuming it more than ever just from clips and from their phone. Like, I'll be honest. I didn't read the Adam Schefter Washington Post article. I had no real interest in it. I didn't really want it. But like, I've probably read all the clips and the amount of people that have texted me and I'd be like, well, did you read the whole article? And they're like, no, but I saw, I read what I had to read. Like, I think it's, that's the society you win right now where you get clips of it and you get it on your phone and you don't really necessarily are sitting down to read a newspaper article and you might not be sitting down to watch three hours of our show. Right. I read well, that whole you, Adam Schefter article. Did you read the whole thing? I read the whole thing. Well, it's part of my job. I, I heard mean, you. Who were you talking with last week about it? You Jim Miller. Deep, yeah, you guys went yeah. deep with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's just funny that 
that article ended up doing more damage than, you know, I'm sure Schefter went in it thinking the article was going to help. And then it ended up doing more damage, which did it though. Uh, I don't know. Did it help? Did it hurt him? Well, uh, did, did it do more damage? No. Did it make anyone flip over and say, Oh, I'm a fan of this guy or this guy's misunderstood or this guy works hard. No. And I think that's what they, you know, I don't, I, I don't think I'll just say this when there's stories about like, he's at his son's graduation and then is dealing with texts about a transaction that to me, like that, that is put in there to make him look like a, this workaholic that you're supposed to respect. I don't look at it that way. I look at it like get your priorities straight and put your phone down. Like the intended uh, result of what that story is supposed to do is not what I think came across. That's just my opinion. He's, he, I, I'm not going to say he's one of one because that would be insulting to the other people in the field. I would say that he has built an incredible network and an incredible, and he's so rarely, um, I, how do I even put this? I, everyone says, oh, well, you know, he makes not, you know, whatever his money is. I'm like, I don't know if a lot of people would trade for that. Burden right. Well, that's that. what, and that's, and that's where I come out and I'm like, he's always been great to me. And he's always been like, uh, and, and, and you will not find a person in the NFL who openly says like, I don't like that dude. Like he's a, he is, but he is. And it's like, he works his ass off and he has earned it. And what really rubbed me wrong were his, the few colleagues of his that spoke anonymously to take shots at him when it's like, say it to his face or say it or the, like, cause like, honestly, that guy does, I know you don't want to hear it like that. He misses Christmas to do it. But like, that's the job. He works his ass off and he gets compensated for that. Right. And if you, if you're going to talk to a Washington post reporter about his work ethic and his, whatever else he went like, put your name on it. I don't know. I, I agree will, with him what he said. I, but the counter to that is if someone puts their name on it, one, there's a chance to get fired. And two, if they put their name on it, they're going to get shit for putting that for calling out a colleague. So however you do that, you're going to get blasted. I think I read that I read any anonymous quotes from colleagues and I know their intentions are probably good and there's ethics and all that. And I get all that. Um, There's gotta be some sort of decor. I don't know. I just, I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Break that would break. And I don't, Trust me, we're not in the right. same field, he and I, but we're, but like that would break my heart if I knew right. a colleague behind The issue my is back. don't do it at all, on the record or off the record. That's what the issue is. Just don't do it. Don't bash a colleague. Yeah. And I, and like That's my, it. my fear is that that person who said something off the record or whatever is like, it's like a bug on Adam's shoe, oh, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and, and it sucks that that person would have equal, ah, whatever. All right. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. 
refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all. Even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney. Make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Let me end with this because this has been a theme on the pod with me and Sal over the last couple of weeks. So let me do you. I hate the summer. Do you like the summer? Do you love you love the summer? Or you hate the summer. Where do you stand on summer? Jimmy, I love the you summer. You do. Well, this is your off time. That's why. You're, it, it's, a, it's not a good question for you. Do you know I read 11 books this summer? Do you know how good that is? Do you know how many books I read during the football season? Of Zero. course. I got to meet my son. He's five and a half years old. I got to hang with him. He was really cool. This, that was this summer for me. We got that to, I get. That we got I to get. have a catch. Um, I know what you're talking about. The heat, the walking to the subway station, that, that sweat starts beating down your back. I the get mosquitoes, it the mosquitoes. The mosquitoes. The mosquitoes. Uh, the, yeah. the everyone on Instagram having the greatest barbecue ever in your home sitting alone. I get it. Everyone's get on it. vacation. No one's around. The, the trip to Italy. I get it. Look, there's yeah. none of that for me either. Um, like you said, where's Kyle? Where the hell has Kyle been? Kyle's off the grid. Kyle yeah. I don't like Kyle off the grid. We need Kyle yeah. on the grid. Kyle told me he uh, was removing Twitter from his home screen for the next couple of weeks. I said, I respect that, man. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. But I think for me, the off season means summer. And I re- for our show, and a lot of people are like, well, you guys are off after the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? Football guys have it so good. Our show goes to the bitter end of July. Yeah, there's no, like, yeah because right after the Super Bowl is, is – uh, there's the draft and there's and you know we're on ups, May we're free on agency. Kyle sent me a text and goes, "Hey, which team do you think is is, is a joke? Which team do you think isn't getting enough enough love in the AFC South?" And I laughed because that's what our topics are on Good Morning Football in June and right. July. But it's the job and people watch, so we're in. But like it, we when football is here, I'm ready for it. But gosh, is it nice to kind of have a couple of weeks of downtown? When, summer represents that. When for you does the grind begin again? Monday. This Monday? So your summer's over. Summer's over. Training camp begins. NFL Network has done the numbers. More people watch Good Morning Football in July and August than any other month. And you know why that is? Fantasy fantasy draft prep. And more importantly, the NFL is this mixed bag where, you know, 32 teams think they have a chance. And in August, we get preseason. We're seeing the rookies. We're seeing the second-year guys blossoming. We're getting the preseason games. We're recapping them. It is crazy. Our numbers in the NFL Network as a whole, I think, skyrocket in August. That's crazy. Well, no, I mean, I I get that a little bit. It's not crazy. I get that. I get that a little bit because that's too when people like me were yearning and yearning for any football. It's dead time. Like I, I could not do the MLB draft or the NHL postseason awards. Like that's not. um, But I would also say that with the NFL, different than the other league, like. As, it's funny, like NBA Summer League, like, okay, like that's, that's whatever, that's something, but like the NFL is in the perfect time. Like yeah. it hits when we are salivating for it. 
one of the best thing the NFL, one of the best things the NFL Network does that they have never gotten enough credit for is when they basically show every preseason game. Amazing. I love when they do like the four games on a Saturday. They got three games right. on a Sunday. I love and that. They, and they beam into the local feeds. So yeah. suddenly you've got this Homer broadcast right. of like Bill Saints and you're like, what is this? And it's great. You're watching the fourth quarter and Ian Book is under center and you're like, I'm yeah. watching. Like I'm in. Yeah. Um, I'll promote it because I think it's my job as an NFL Network employee. But on July 25th, it's not just us. Good morning football. Like we do this show called Inside Training Camp where we're going place to place to place. And it's almost like the red zone for training camp. And it's like, we're bouncing and we've got James Slater in Dallas. And then we've got Cameron Wolf at the dolphins. What's Tyreek Hill look like it's. And then July 30th is a Saturday and they're calling it back to football Saturday. And like all the NFL network is going to be at all the places. And it's like the official welcome back to football. So if you've learned anything from my time at good morning football, the NFL, we have turned the schedule release into an event. Oh, yeah. We have turned, mm-hmm. We had a show about the announcement of the international games in May, right. like, and people tuned in to see. So the back to football Saturday, and it's produced by a guy, Mike Connor, and it's like, hits his brainchild. He's awesome. Um, I think that's a good, good little new thing to have on July 30th, Saturday, toss it on. You're getting all your football. All right. Any, so your, so your last week of vacation is this week, but your regular grind begins Monday, July 25th. And what, what is one thing we're knocking out this week that we got to do this week if we're Peter Schrager on vacation? I mean, just, more time with the kids is there more time more time with the kids um yeah and it's like i've put on a couple lbs this summer enjoying myself and i'm not usually the fitness guru but i've told myself let's get a run in let's get a bike ride in let's try something to at least give the impression to the viewers that i've been at it and working and trying to get into mid-season shape pick another week for that because it's supposed to be like 95 a week I mean, I what know. give me what's like the downfall for pe- like what puts on the lbs what's like the go-to that you oh, like when you pizza, do it you, pizza, pizza every meal my kid only eats pizza pasta and bagels and it's like that's what so i have to eat with them how old and is your kid five, five and a he, half. i could be best friends with him like no, that's dude, my, are you a yeah. gummy bear fan? You, no, no, any pizza, pizza, pasta, and bagels. Can you I don't even need the pizza. No, I don't, I'm not a gummy bear. I'm not okay. a candy person. If you're, if you work for the company Haribo, which is a, <laughs> this, my son might as well be the spokesperson for it. And, and you better believe I'm taking a bite of one of them every single time. But if there were, if they got rid of every single food on the planet except for pasta and bagels, I'd be the happiest person in the world. I know. I get it, dude. It's terrible. I get it. Um, and then. There's this other little wrinkle that I've now fallen into a little bit, and it's it wasn't always the case, but it's kind of like a new thing. Like the mid afternoon before dinner snack, that's a new, and it's that could be anything from a plate of of Tostitos chips with some shredded cheddar and maybe a little salsa on it, like homemade, or that's where you get your your blueberry muffin. Like, all right, I'm gonna try this and just nibble on it. So I think that extra fourth meal hasn't been so advantageous. Yeah, that's what happens when there's no work. I feel like that's like it when in your in your vacation mode you enjoy yeah, it you right. only live once i've been growing be, out of beard yeah. too so we'll see. all right well monday it'll you know you'll you'll enjoy this week don't go on any runs this week eat the blueberry muffin and then on monday you tighten it up thanks dude i appreciate all you right. shags be well enjoy your enjoy your week off and uh looking forward to good morning football with the, with the new cast can't wait to see it Thank you so much. Congrats on your Yankees. I know that I know that Gallo keeps you up at night, but everything's going to be all right, dude. And I, oh, I got the Jeter doc now. To, to yeah, I saw you showing for that. Really, loved dude? It. Oh, come loved on, it. Dude. Loved I was it. Fall, I was falling asleep during the trailer, bro. Like, okay, Jeter's great. I get it. Oh, the, I, the paparazzi. I, I get it. Listen, um, it, it, 
words matter. When I tweeted about it, I said, I if you are a Yankees fan, I, I was am. very careful. I am a Yankees fan. Well, how could you not well, like the Jeta documentary? Then? How much, how much Scott Brocious, Randy Velarde, Pat Kelly, uh, Alvaro Espinosa, how much of that am I getting? Or is it just going to be a, okay, then I'm not watching. All right. I can't, uh, you're a Yankee fan. Okay. You don't Andy want to hear Stankiewicz get interviewed for this thing or no? Do we not interview Andy Stankiewicz? You're, listen, I would love a documentary on those players when the Yankees were <laughs> shitty. This is about the World Series teams. Okay? Is Mike Pagliarulo in, in, interviewed or not? <sighs> God. Everyone's a, a hater. Give me a Everyone's seven, a give me a a seven part Steve Balboni documentary and I'll watch. I, I, I know enough about Jeter. I get it. You know, it's funny. People complain that Jeter doesn't say anything. Jeter's boring. Jeter's this. And then he goes and he actually gives you something and then people still have issues. Can't please everyone. Okay. He, he opened up on this doc. I'm going to watch it because you, you're putting your name on it. Like, it look, I'm just saying the, he talked about the things I've always wanted to hear him talk about. When, he got, when, David, Wells, when, he, when David Wells showed them up yep. on the drop pop-up, Great stuff from Jeter on that. Chad Curtis got pissed at Jeter because Jeter was laughing with A-Rod when the yeah. Yankees and Mariners have a ball. He talks about that. He talks the whole thing with A-Rod. I, you know, there's a fascinating bit in there when A-Rod came to the Yankees and him and Jeter weren't getting along and they tried to talk it out. And Jeter said to A-Rod, like, I don't understand why you'd come here and move to third base. Like, yeah. to hear Jeter talk about that, I thought it was fascinating. But, no, look, and I, it's a dead time and I definitely will watch the first episode. Um, and I'm the same guy that watched The Last Dance religiously, and I watched Tom versus Time, and I right. watched Brady's new thing, and I'll watch it all. I love it. I'll, right. I'll consume it. Yeah. But gosh, you know, they give you a couple free previews, Jimmy, and you're suddenly doing flips. Like, relax, dude. I wouldn't say it was good if it wasn't good. I mean, gosh, how easy are you to buy off? I mean, it's unbelievable. Here, Jimmy, I'm here's, not, a couple, here's a couple episodes. Oh, my God, it's the greatest thing. Oh, but wait till you guys see it. Uh, we will listen, get there. I, I would not say it was good if it wasn't good. I wouldn't lie. I wouldn't lie. Uh, listen, who who who's been the biggest who's been go. the biggest promoter of Good Morning Football you. from day one? You. Okay, Thank so you, you don't want don't start questioning my credibility. Thank you. Do you realize we won we won the Emmy this year, which is like best show and all this right. stuff, and we're right. getting we're getting all these texts, and it's so love to be. It's so so good. Nothing meant more than when you wrote a blurb about us in year one in like November, and you're like. Top 20, like, people in Twitter are like, Kay Adams, number seven. Like, she's a really good host of a fun show. And I'm like, they, they someone's recognizing the work we're doing. Yeah. Like, that's what You that guys, is. I'll never forget it because I wrote a thing saying that your show is the best sports morning show on television. And you guys use that line in a promo for, like, two years. Like, Sports Illustrated says. And I'm like, who said that? Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was, was me. me. I think yeah. uh, Bill Simmons also, like, once tweeted, like, this show is fun. And they, like, oh, yeah. did a full campaign. And it was like quoting bill simmons yeah. and he's like slow down <laughs> well i remember when i saw that I, I texted you and kyle i said i'm out because bill said it so bill's got way more you know and his take was not it's juicing. the best show it was like this show yeah. is mildly entertaining <laughs> <laughs> that's, <what we> got. <laughs> oh, that's too good all right uh, thanks dude. take care all right be well all right my thanks to peter schrager always a fun conversation with him can't wait to see the revamp good morning football sal will be back next week for train of thoughts if you missed any recent episodes of the SI Media podcast, go into the archives, check them out. James Andrew Miller last week, Brian Windhorst two weeks ago, Aaron Andrews three weeks ago, Scott Van Pelt four weeks ago, all those interviews in the archives. 
listen, subscribe, rate, and review. And uh, if you leave a review on Apple for the pod, I will read it uh, probably next week right here. So do that. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed Schrager. I know I did. And we'll see you next week right here on the SI Media Podcast. Stay safe. Take care. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.